0: Goal, mate! Al Foren's Football Forum, a Goalout original.
1: Goal Out! Goal Out! You're very welcome to episode 6 of Goalmate Al Foran's Football Forum. This is a Goal Out original podcast focused on all things football. Goalout is the home of Irish podcasts. And the new Goalout app is available to download for free now in the App Store. And you'll find new episodes of Goal Notes every Tuesday at lunchtime, first on the Goal Out app and all major podcast platforms. Once again, I'm joined by my co host, Paddy Murphy. And this week, we are also joined by Spin 1038 presenter and Liverpool fan, mm-hmm. Graeme O'Toole, as our special guest. How are you, pal? I'm very good.
2: In these times, Al, I'm very, very so good. So you're delighted, and say am. you're
1: like Paddy here. He's happy every week.
2: Uh, well, it's it's not a bad time to be a Liverpool supporter, but I do always. Have a sense of fear because I've been scarred from previous seasons, so I'm not getting too optimistic. Yeah, yeah, neither am I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there is just a there's a constant scarring from Liverpool fans. So yeah, we kind of have to err on the side of caution a lot you, of the time.
1: What I what I, like what I do to get that bit of nerves as a United uh, you, fan. You've into had me, your you know? you've had your fill. Those give nerves us, us, that for a decade. game. Well, for the City game on the weekend, like i yeah. trade anything for
2: this those nerves. It's so funny that, because uh, I've been listening to your podcast, and the fact that you've decided to set up a podcast dedicated mostly to Manchester United, <laughs> when they're going through probably <laughs> the worst run in your lifetime, I would say. Would it be Yeah. true yeah, in saying yeah. that? Probably. Well, the worst brand of football. Yeah, Certainly. the
1: worst brand of football. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably finish, they might finish higher than they did in the the season after Ferguson retired under Moyes like but um yeah the football is just tragic. Yeah here you've led me into a, a rant here. Go for it. <laughs> it's just bollocks. Like, what 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 else? I I'm actually s am actually I know Andrew I'm sick and tired of coming in here every week and having to talk about this absolute shite and then having him smiling over <laughs> every week delighted with life you know I, I suppose listen as, as I said all the time you know I used to slag Liverpool fans back in the days when I was in secondary school primary school and now you know it's, it's coming back right, it's coming right back at me tenfold you know just nearly worse than I think because I live with a couple of United
2: fans and it's not even the, the you've gone past the point of slagging now I think mm.
1: that's it's, the biggest it's, concern it's pity
2: it's pity <laughs> Because yeah. one of my closest yeah. friends, his name is Coxey. we've been friends since secondary school, he's a massive Manchester United fan, and I see him and he sits down, and he's just, the hope is gone. The hope is just gone, he sits down, going to the end goes, oh, here we go. The not not <laughs> ball hasn't even been kicked,
1: and just for him, because
2: I love him so much, I nearly want United to win, and just because it won't even affect us. It doesn't affect us anymore. Yeah. And that's the sad thing about it. Yeah. And we've been there. Like, we have been there, Paddy. We've played the games that are dead rubbers, especially at this part of the season when you're like, well, oh, will we get sixth or will we get seventh under, like, near the end of the Rodgers era? Yeah, I, I,
1: I, I want us to finish ninth or tenth. <laughs> I'm if the same, right.
0: though. Like, United losing used to fill me with joy. i would love mm-hmm. nothing more. But now it's
2: like, I, I, it's, just, it's so common. I don't really care anymore. It's just like, whatever. And like, you know what? It's, it's what I kind of like as well. And I, I don't. I don't like the whole slagging thing anymore. I'm not really into that because mm. I got it so much growing up. I was surrounded by Manchester United fans. My Are you dad, not tempted to give it back? See, I'm not because I know that nothing in life is certain. I mean, nothing in football is certain. Yeah, so you never know when your time will go again yeah, and yeah. you could be back mid-table. And nothing is certain at all. And I just... And I've, I've said it to my dad because we live in a small town and the majority of people are Manchester United fans. So okay. he would have been up at the pub at the weekend for the 90s and the noughties and he'd he be slagging, slagging, slagging. I sat him down. I go, We have, we, we cannot do that. Yeah. We can't turn because you never know when it will turn mm. back. Now it's looking like it's going to be a long time till United get back on top. But it could happen. Uh, it could happen.
1: I, 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 say a decade. Yeah. It,
2: it, Honestly, it, it's just who's ahead of them now. Like the power of City, the
0: money they have, the, the Newcastle money is oh, like that's going to be obscene. Oh, that yeah. Like yeah. Liverpool, we have we're not we're going to enjoy the Klopp era because once Klopp goes, there's whoever comes in, whether it be Pep or Steven Gerrard or whoever deemed good enough. There's no guarantee we'll be as good as we were. So I'm mm-hmm. just enjoying this. We're living through. Like this month right now, that for Liverpool fans is like the best month we've ever had,
2: and potentially be the biggest month in the club's history. Yeah, which I, is just great. I, I keep know. saying it. Like we have to really appreciate what's going on right now. Yeah. Cause oh yeah. This will never happen again. This current Liverpool team is the best it will ever be. It's yeah. the
1: best Liverpool team I have ever seen. 100%. And and I
2: don't. I honestly don't see it getting better. Mm, like in sure. uh, how where I can't like. like we're in
0: all competitions. Like we we literally have a case yeah. for every single competition. Yeah. Mm. But the city games are a bit. We'll get on to that. In a you look way. at that
1: defence as well. Those two centre halves, Van Dijk and Matip, they're just and even Konate
0: when he came in, and can
1: Konate as well. Class. They're like gold standard, aren't they? Matip is unbelievable. He He's goes. Incredible. Incredible. He obviously under goes
2: under the radar because of all the injuries and mm. having Van Dijk yeah. beside him, and he was free. I, but that's the thing, pound for pound, pound. not no pounds at all. He's yeah. got to be one of the greatest signs Liverpool has ever made. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. They when you think it. about
0: it, yeah. he's integral. He was integral for the Champions League win and the, and the league win, and now possible another two of them. But no, it's great. I'm just enjoying life at the moment. It's Enjoy, not, it, Paddy. I just Enjoy much. it. Be happy. Yeah, exactly. be happy. Exactly. We've had a lot, of, we've had a lot of shit. I'm just glad I wasn't doing a podcast when uh, Liverpool were at the, the worst they were. <laughs> so I can't imagine that's too much <laughs> fun because I would be raging giving out every week. But. I'm yeah but gonna,
1: that's the problem It's it's just I Oh I have to go in now On Monday and give out About this
0: Yeah he collected me He got into the car And he's like Another moan I was like what Another moan like I have to moan About these fucking Man United players again I was like
1: Well I said loud. they're the most unlikable group of players Ever 100% they are They're yeah. They're happy with their Little paycheck I mean as I said I think average wage Slip at Man United Every week is 160 grand you know Jesus. these fuckers are just an absolute joke if you ask me they really are they just don't give a shit um also as well the people the people above you know they're not there's no structure at the club mm. they're they're not working on you know making the, they're not working on creating any kind of structure at the club the wage structures all over the place you've players on 300 grand a week 400 grand a week it's just an absolute joke you know mm. I I say bring in the kids, let them prove themselves. get the likes of Garner back, Maybury, Shortire um, Tire, Ethan Laird. Um, just give them a chance because they'll. I tell you, they'll show more fire than any of those players on the pitch. You know, and the deadwood with Mata, Matich, Jones on the bench, like.
0: Mata still being there is. Mata
1: still being there is absolutely. He was like he insane. Was, he should have yeah. left about two years ago. Well,
0: he was deemed surplus to requirements at Chelsea in 2012. Hmm. Or so he, he was w- still good. Like he was a today.
1: decent enough player for us in in and in, in our in the the few cup wins that we had after Ferguson retired, yeah. the FA Cup, the Europa yeah. League, and he scored that the League Cup as well. Yeah,
2: you know. So like, but this is the problem. This way they pay such the pin big wages. Why would they leave? Exactly. Yeah. Why, why they're not, they they're leave? not? are not going
1: to get that happy. money. Why would Why would you? Why they're, would you? They're, they're They're nice and comfortable there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know. There's no pressure now for them to come on and score any goals or do anything they're like they'll t- take their paycheck this is the biggest payday they'll ever get yeah. the next move is going to be they're not listening to Raniac or apparently Spain or, yeah. or somewhere.
1: they're not listening to Raniac apparently they just don't cause, uh, he's gone by the summer yeah. so
2: they they don't really care at the time when Raniac came in did
1: you think that plan was a good idea oh yeah I did yeah I thought he'd implement some kind of slight structure at the club you know leading us into the new the new permanent manager this summer but so what do you think
2: of the fact that he's going upstairs is that still happening I like don't do know. do you want him is he a director of football will it be is that the you role know, he'll be taking
1: yeah i think what they initially said he was going to um he's going to have a role a consultancy role but when i thought i speculated at the time that that's just a smoke screen for being the director of football at the club but I don't know. I I listen I'd like to have him there. I I, I don't mind Ranick. I actually don't think he's that bad. Mm. I just think I think all of these players are uncoachable. I don't think any I don't think any manager can coach those players. And I'm including Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp. No manager can do that. What needs to happen is I don't know, someone needs to come in and not it, it's not like you're not going to you know, there's not going to be no miracles with this squad. I there's going to be, be no surprised. turnover. You have to just get rid of all of the bad eggs at this club and the fucking terrible thing is the majority of them are bad eggs you know so as I said this is going to take this is going to take probably near to a decade
2: Is Bruno a bad egg? No No
1: He's not a bad egg Good footballer as well He's a a good footballer Listen there's some some fans that don't like him there was a lot of fans that were kind of protesting the fact that he received a new contract and those fans are fucking idiots True Let's put it bluntly here they are they're morons, you know, because they they'll fucking they'll micro-analyze um one of Bruno's games where he's given the ball away so and so many times, like I know and I know we've said in this podcast in the past about s- s- statistics, not kind of delving too much into statistics stats, <laughs> statistics. Oh, that's funny. Leave that in. Sake, stats. <laughs> I'm just gonna say stats. Um, but like Bruno what was it like 33 goals last season and Mm. 20 odd assists like he's putting up the numbers for us he was one of the main reasons why we finished in the top four in the 2019-20 season and the following season you know he's been one of our best players but because he's not you know he's not not kind of eye candy on the ball you know he's aesthetically not a cool player to watch seriously there are some United fans on Twitter that like, rate Martial over uh, some of the players. You they're know would the, rate Martial over Ronaldo. Those Martial
0: heads are. Oh, I mean. <laughs> no, it's it's a cult. Yeah. Martial <laughs> FC. It's a cult. <laughs> FC, nah,
1: it's nah. A cult. I'm, I'm gonna get by you know for it is? For, for saying it, but it
0: is. It's. I've, I've said it before. If Martial didn't score that uh, debut goal against Liverpool, he
2: would would have been. He would have been. That's the, that's the reason he's so. Uh,
1: he scored three or four consecutive games after that yeah. though. can
2: we talk about that that was the second best goal in that game yeah that, ben, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Benteke's ben overhead know, kick that yeah. was mad that goal never got the respected deserved because obviously he was a loss but that goal was insane yeah. Benteke won and of course Martin Tyler was like Marsha and then it was Benteke ben oh.
1: I do find that a little strange with Martin Tyler he just there's no excitement whatsoever <laughs> yes. in any Liverpool's game it couldn't be more obvious like yeah. I'm surprised that the bosses at Sky haven't had a word with <laughs> Then you go watch Liverpool on
0: like Champions League and you have like Peter Drury oh, or, or Stephen Fletcher. He's class, Stephen Fletcher. I love when Champions League nights for BT Sport or whatever. He's their class, like yeah. they'd give you that. Then you're like, oh, I
1: class. loved Clyde Tiddlesley. Oh, okay.
0: he oh, I did recently brilliant. by ITV or whatever. He's class, he got sacked. Sam Matterface.
1: Yeah, he got put in a set of him, Yeah, yeah Sam Matterface. But like he Clive was Clive and Jim Beglin.
2: That was your soundtrack of your Champions League. It was. Yeah. We're,
1: um, Ron Atkinson as well. Yeah. It was him and Ron Atkinson kind of in the 90s, early 2000s. I love a bit of Andy Townsend as well. On and Andy Townsend yeah. as well. And yeah. You have Brian Kerr in <laughs> Ireland. I know. You have Brian Kerr as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he'd be talking about certain things. I like listening to Brian, to be honest with you. I think he's quite refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> he is, you know? I like yeah. <laughs> Right. We're moving on because I, I, I'm. Andrew, uh, is that it with United this week? Because I just. <laughs> I'm at the end of my fucking tether. It's nothing to play for. Um, yeah, just to look back on a few topics last week, we had Today FM's Ed Smith on, Graeme, and uh, it was a, an enjoyable episode. And one remark he made was how much he was in awe of Paul Gascoyne. Uh Some people got in touch with players who they loved to watch play football. Uh, Jack on Instagram said, Rivaldo was someone he loved to watch. Uh, Wayne Rooney, when he first burst onto the scene as well. And there's also a few more saying Ronaldinho and Messi. Even pa- Pablo Aymar of Valencia was also suggested by Greg. Pablo Aymar, I forgot about him. Mm. He was a great player on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just on FIFA. I signed him
1: in FIFA 03 every single time.
2: Would he have been... Uh the Rafa Benitez team that won La Liga before yes. he came
1: over to Liverpool yeah mm-hmm. yeah, that was a great Valencia team uh, wasn't um, uh, am I correct me if I'm wrong on this but wasn't like Rafa didn't he have like his laptop out during the Valencia games when he was oh, when I he won, tell you he'd have his laptop out kind of going through tactics right and he'd be working on the laptop right. he's a, a cold
2: bastard and everyone hates him yeah yeah <laughs>
1: I, I think he, I think he decided oh, I'm not going to do that in England, you know.
2: Head of the 2003-04 to have your laptop out. Mm. That's ahead of the game. You yeah. forget
1: about that though that yeah. Rafa achieved that with, with Valencia, you know. And do
0: that in Spain, obviously, when you're always against the might of Barca and, and Real, like that's, any team that wins it outside of that will always be revered, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Graeme, obviously we've we've established that you're a Liverpool fan but firstly for the podcast, can you please give us your full name? Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
2: I... Thank you Andrew <laughs> My full name Is Graham Michael Owen O'Toole <laughs> That is my full name I was christened Graham Michael o- uh, Graham Michael O'Toole And then for my confirmation I'm Graham Michael Owen <laughs>
1: Very good When
2: I tell you I was Obsessed This is how obsessed I was I could get in a lot of trouble For this I bought an England jersey. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> when is this is the first in, time you've... <laughs> I, this is the first time I've said this on any platform. Now, in my defence, okay. my dad is English. Okay, wow. okay. okay. No, my dad an, is English. An, no, that's, that's fair. That's my connection to Liverpool. That's fair. fair. So, And I was more so like a Michael Owen fan yeah. than mm. I was because... He came through in 97 Was he kind of And 98 was his first full season yeah. And I would have been about 7 or 8 then So that's when I really started To get into Liverpool mm. And it was just Goal, 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 goal Michael on this Michael on that World Cup 1998 yeah. That goal against Argentina Then he won the Then the won the treble 2000-2001 Then he won the Ballon d'Or The next year mm. And I was like This, this guy And my Wall at home was just Michael Owen posters yeah. There was no wall It was just Michael <laughs> Owen, Michael <laughs> Owen, Michael yeah. Owen I was obsessed with the television show I didn't, It might have been before your time Paddy Do you remember um, Hero to Hero to Zero? Is that I think it was Michael Owen was like This guy's imaginary friend Is that where There's a clip of him on YouTube He scores against like A 13 year old goalkeeper No that You're was like, Well done he's 13 That was um, That was something else I don't know what TV show that was Neville uh, Southall, Southall was, was, yeah. was in goal Or yeah. he was he was, me but there was, a, there was an actual TV show on BBC where Mike Lowen was one of the stars and it was this yeah. kid who wanted to be Mike Lowen, and mm. he'd have him on his wall and then he would come out of the poster and he would yeah. chat to the kids and I was like,
0: I want to be that kid. Yeah.
2: So then when I... I actually cannot believe that my parents allowed me to call myself Owen and I didn't call myself E-O-I-N. It was oh, O-W-E-N. Yeah, pro- yeah.
0: mm. And
2: one of the other lads in class was... Um, there was two of us going for Owen and he was going E-O-I-N and he was like why uh, the teacher was like why are you calling yourself Owen and he goes oh my godfather is actually Owen Kilcoin. and they like, Graham why you call Owen because I like Michael Owen and my name is Graham Michael so if I get Owen then I'll be Graham Michael Owen
1: I tell you lads I'll never ever forget where I
2: was in the June of 2004 oh when he left <sighs> I was on the way to my granny's house in Castlebar in County Mayo. I was outside the McDonald's roundabout and it came on the radio. I was like, Michael Owen has made his transfer to Real Madrid. £10 million plus Antonio Nunes. And I started crying my eyes out. And I got to my nana's house. She's like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Is everything okay? I go, we've sold Michael Owen to Real Madrid and we're getting this guy called Antonio Nunes and I don't know who he is. <laughs> and that was... I was so disappointed. Michael
1: Owen at that time was what, 20, 23, 24?
2: Around that. So he would have been 17. That's, that was cheap for him, now that you think about it. I know it was inflation and stuff. Like he would have been
1: 18 at yeah. the World
2: Cup. So that was 98. Another six years, yeah, 23, 24. Yeah. In and around that.
1: And, and you know what? His best years were, it's mad. His best years from when he was, say, 18 yeah. up until that he age. He peaked
0: so early, didn't he? He peaked so early.
1: And, his, and injuries, that's what every... Michael Owen is kind of used in as 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 an example for yeah. a lot of young players that mm. pick up these injuries. Yeah. You know, you could say the same for Rashford at the moment. Mm. Is he heading in that direction? I don't think he was not. ever that
0: level. think Rashford was ever the level of Owen was. Oh, not he the level, out. but was he used? Not to the level, to, but there's similar, th- similar enough. You know, like Owen could have been one of the best ever. I, I remember o- was. Owen
1: was oh, and a thorn in Man United's <laughs> side every fucking time we played them. Yeah. Actually, he was a thorn in every every team yeah. so you know he was just and when you actually look
2: back at it he probably wasn't at the time was prolific but what is prolific in, in the modern day striker is completely changed mm. to back then like if yeah. you were he was getting 18-19 goals a season which was seen wow that's unbelievable like him yeah. and Kevin Phillips and Alan Shearer up at the time now if you're not hitting high 20s like Salah and Vardy and all that and Aguero yeah. which see uh, the forwards are ago, different I yeah. keep
1: saying that they, they're kind of Systemic. officially titled as wingers but they're inverted forwards mm-hmm. and that's that's all down to I think Ronaldo and Messi yeah to kind of I suppose they were the the first in that kind of position getting scoring those amount of goals every year like four, 42 goals Ronaldo scored in 07 08 and then Messi scored like 38 and then they started going up into the 50s and 60s yeah it's Messi 73 goals one season you know so I think I don't know like it, the four like striker, the position was a lot different back then Yeah. Michael Owen. It was a bit more kind of... The football was different too. But, yeah, it was no. just a lot more traditional, I suppose, mm. that position. Hoof it up to Heskey. Knock it down. <laughs> exactly, knock it down yeah. to
2: Owen. Sam Allardy's ball. But when exactly, you, when, four four two. Well, like yeah, When you think about the team he played in in that late 90s, early noughties, who did you have in midfield? You had, well, in the early noughties you had a young Stephen Gerrard. You, yeah, you yeah. had an injured Jamie Macal- Redknapp. McAllister Mac- then. McAllister, yeah. who was yeah. good but he was... Yeah. Old, uh, yeah. Um. So, didn't have the world's greatest service, no. and he was still like top scorer and winning Ballon d'Ors and obviously yeah, in treble. The treble and all one as well. Yeah, he, the treble. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I came into. I came into Sorry. school. I, I was like to. We won the treble. We won the treble. And one of my friends goes, obviously United fan. That's not the treble <laughs> um, The treble was 99 The Champions League FA Cup No it's cup a treble it's, It is a treble We won 8 I just, I just wanted
0: to eight warn you treble. If you're going to start treble. talking about trebles I'll, me, and, me and Graham here Will talk about quadruples so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean Just It's going to come and bite you in the arse Pop. <laughs> See Are you Like when you think of this Potential quadruple You know Are you Are you confident No I try not Ah th- Ah uh. uh. Why don't you I get some of some of Paddy's confidence? I think there we'll win. That's
0: TikTok, Paddy, who's confident. To be fair,
1: I think no, we'll win one you, of the
0: three. Nah. We'll win one of the three. One of the. So we'll have a two. We'll have the league. Cup I, th- I s- we'll I've said once we win one of the big two, that's all. That'll mm. be it. That'll be happy. That's unreal. Like, I think I, th- I think
1: yous are gonna win the Champions League. I, 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 pre- I want the
0: Premier League more, though. Just this once. Usually, always, I prefer the Champions League. I'm the same. But this once yeah. more Premier League, because to win it properly in front of the fans, is yeah. the last one, as much as we tried to deny, it, it did lose a bit of its gloss, which was typical because it was the first time in
2: 30 years or whatever. But yeah. one more time, can you imagine the scenes? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a bit biblical. So disappointed I actually had tickets to the Liverpool Chelsea game, the last home game of the season. Oh, with the, and I was no the the trophy lifting game. And, uh it still hurts me now So yeah. yeah I'm the exact same as you For some reason I prefer a Champions League Because it seems like It's an occasion It's, it's always a event. bigger It's always a bigger ordeal like. Yeah But We do need to get another Premier and
1: How are the nerves For this Sunday gents?
0: Well I mean As Jurgen Klopp will be proud of me here It's all about Tuesday You have to look at the Benfica <laughs> yeah, game first you know, It's a Champions League quarter final. You haven't had them in a while Al um, but the Benfica should be <laughs> No, nah, in fairness Benfica should be routine But no the City game I'm petrified of I've had one In
1: nearly 10 years actually
0: I, well, when Was that Was that the Real Madrid game When Nani got sent off was that the no, last No no
1: it was the following year, the following um, year. Under Moyes Bayern Munich oh, Ever yeah. scored a cracker And then it just it went to It shoot. was Pep's Bayern Munich As well
0: Oh yeah No but What um, was I going to say
2: there Oh jeez I've lost the, training I'm, of the God, I'm petrified I, I know everyone keeps saying that this is the game and this is the game. I don't think this is the game. No? I think this could end in a draw because yeah. it's going to be so tactical and yes, I, I think it's going to be a crap game.
1: Yeah, I, I think, that, yeah, with everything that's on the line at the moment, yeah. usually those, usually these games are box office and are the best possible possible advertisement for the Premier League. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be very like a United-Chelsea affair in the late 2000s when the two of them were duking it out for the league. It's going to be a very tentative game. Not much risks will be taken well, uh, by both sides, I don't think.
2: I take a draw right now. Yeah, I take a draw. The, yeah. the, the one team that's going to, play hu- going to have a huge say in this is Newcastle. That's my fear. I think we'll beat United, I think we'll beat Everton, but after that we play Newcastle away. Yeah. They're playing very good football. And then the following week, uh, Newcastle plays City at home. And I think that's the, we- they the weren't that, too that good. week They weren't too good Yesterday Graham yeah. That is true But I do feel like They're playing good football I know yeah. they lost the Spurs But I, I, sti- I think Newcastle yeah. Are going to have a massive say That week Yeah the Starting the end of that week I think mm. that's When you it's going to so? be one I, th-
0: I think Villa Have a big part to play Because we have to play Villa uh, in, in Villa Park But on the, the final day of the season City play Villa Stephen Gerrard's villa, Felipe Coutinho's villa, Danny Ings in, villa in oh. Edgy Had or Villa oh,
1: Park. Oh, I, think is Regul- it? Edgy. I think
0: it's Etihad. I think it's But that, that's like
1: I tell you, lads. Though I have to say, like it's having two teams like that in the Premier League, it's never been seen before. Now I know we no, spoke about it. We level. we we spoke with Ed last week. Graham and Ed said it was a bit more. It was more exciting. And more box office around the time of what United and Arsenal, but they weren't necessarily better teams than Liverpool and City are now. But I think just regards to like all-time teams in the Premier League, these two are the two of the very best. Oh, it's this might sound
2: stupid, but I think it's gone. They've gone. They're too elite. Cause you know. they're they're
1: <laughs> but, they're head and shoulders above everyone in Europe. But, and yeah. I
2: I do not. I completely agree with Ed when he says. The United Arsenal because you could lose a game
1: and it wasn't the end of the world. I know <laughs> you could
2: draw a game and it <laughs> yeah. was fine. If you you get oh, high seventies, low eighties. Now if you're not getting into
1: the nineties, yeah. you're probably not going to win. The well, league. I think it was box office in a sense because it was like it was Keane versus Vieira. Yeah. There was there was kind of there was duels in a sense. You know, there was kind of the Vanisteroy versus Henri kind of thing. You know,
0: and Martin Keown sometimes and, and Mar- <laughs> Martin
1: yeah and Martin Keown like it was just it was a fiery game. Whereas when you watch. City and Liverpool, it's kind of there's not much of that passion or fire in the game, but the quality of the football is obviously just that yeah. that uh, yeah. that owes up for the yeah I for the, uh,
0: the or the, you could say. The game at the Eddy had between Liverpool and City eighteen nineteen. I think is the best ever Premier League game, like in terms of the quality of the football. It was the yeah. City 1 2 1 in the end, but and like Liverpool, but got.
1: do you not think the two all draw? This, this season is I, I think that's for me is the yeah, best the Salah. that's the best game between City and Liverpool for me because There's it was some just battles. but as yeah. you said
0: I'm sick of it you lose one game next thing you think oh it's over yeah. like everyone I, I mean I never conceded the title I was like obviously we were involved mm. but everyone, everyone else and their mother was like oh yeah City are going to win it, City are going to win it, City are going to win it. so just to be involved again is great I don't know if we'll mm. win it but to be involved and go into this game one point behind them and we were top of the league for a whole hour that it's, was great it's too. crazy
1: as well like how because like Obviously, supporting United the last ten years, like you just become, I'm, I'm numb to defeats now. It's just like I just get on with my life after <laughs> it. But like when United were at the very top, <clears> and it's, it's the same for you guys now. When they lost the game, Jesus Christ, you wouldn't see me for days. That's what I'm, I'm petrified you know? of.
0: Well, I mean, we lost Inter Milan, but we
2: it's won. probably the you're same good for true. you guys.
1: Like you, you're thinking about it constantly. Like
2: it's mad that something like that can have such an effect on your mood. Yeah, like yeah. it's mental. I actually had to train myself because. At the start, I'm in a relationship now six years, but at the start of it, I'd watch a game and I'd meet Claire afterwards and I'd be, we'd, we'd draw. Like I'm, I'm, I actually remember one specific game oh, maybe five or six years ago and I think we were up uh, against Southampton away and we ended up drawing two all. And I was in a bitch of a mood then. We went out for dinner. And she's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I said, we were two up against Southampton away and we were cruise control and then we let it slip the last ten minutes and we conceded two. She goes... What's wrong with you? I go, You'll never understand. No. You just
1: don't understand. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm so like I'm the same. Like, I'm obviously I mean, not this you haven't had much negative results this year. Like Tottenham.
1: Tottenham the Tottenham game for you. That you was were really angry after fuming.
2: that. it was Joe Joe's you know game I got really pissed off. It wasn't this season, it was last season. It was um Leicester away. Oh was it the was that the game Oh was in Quebec. Uh collided with Allison and I just <laughs> that
0: season, last season was horrible. I, but I, do you know what I loved as well? Coming into this season Everyone was like Assuming that was just Magically Liverpool Are, are shite now mm-hmm. like, No it's because we had About 77 different Centre back partnerships You know it was A complete anomaly But you know Thankfully we're back yeah. And hopefully we can End mm-hmm. up with something I'm praying League Cup is great and all But if we end the season With just the League Cup And then even winning The League Cup and the FA Cup Would be a bad season It has to be one of the oh, big yeah two. that is One of the big two is imperative but
1: For a team like Liverpool Yeah that is yeah. a bad season I, I was
2: listening to your conversation I don't know if it was Last week or the week before But it was Klopp's legacy If he doesn't win more Will it be tarnished? And it's a very mm. good conversation to have because obviously he's brought a complete new culture to Liverpool. He's made Liverpool like one of the biggest clubs in the world. Mm. But he's not winning. I, what, if we don't win one of the big two this season, it's, you're kind of looking at it and you're going... Underachieving. Like it, that it's underachieving in terms of trophies, but it's probably overachieving in terms of the amount of money that's been put into mm. the club in comparison yeah. to the money at the time that's put, been put into Chelsea and United, like City are, are just in the league of their own. But yeah. we're outperforming United and Chelsea yeah. season, season, season in. Th- I think us Liverpool fans and the City of Liverpool like,
0: will always revere Klopp as the, one of the greats. We we'll yeah. love him, adore him yeah. and I will always. But it's it's important for his legacy by rival fans because people don't give him a lot. A lot of time he doesn't get the respect he deserves mm. and he needs to kind of add them titles because he always, like, oh, he's won one-prem and thing. And regardless of... Like the external like I know always overachieved In terms of budget But I think just for the sake of history Klopp needs to be remembered higher But he needs to add Like at least A, a couple
2: more Or then big ones yeah. I would say if he added One of the big ones If he added a Premier League And or A Champions League And an FA Cup and he left after so his last season is what twenty twenty four. He left with say two Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup, League Cup. I think that would be he's won it all, and mm-hmm. he won, won the big ones twice. Yeah. Proved that he could do it twice. I, would, I and I understand I would, that. I team. wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind adding both the big ones this summer. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But I, I understand that. I understand the team we have. But like when yeah. you're going up against City, you're kind of like,
1: yeah, no. <sighs> listen, it's gonna be a and it's direct box, box office, office game.
0: No, City in the semi-finals of the FA Cup as well. Yeah. yeah, City's in the City in the final of the Champions League. Should we both get there? Yeah. So city city liverpool fucking jesus. No, that's so big.
1: Petrifying. Um I just wanted to move on as well. Just one of the talking points was Harry Maguire being booed by the England fans last week, which was a bit <clears> of a strange <throat> one considering his form for England is is pretty good. Uh, you know, I couldn't I couldn't envision, you know, any fans in the booing a particular Ireland player. It's never been done before. Why is that? Is it, you know, his club form has been awful but like he was instrumental in England getting to the final of the Euros why is he getting booed is it because of that is it because he's become you could say quote unquote, a a meme
2: I was literally just going to say that he's become a meme and he's become a bit of a joke and he's kind of become like Arsenal of a few seasons ago when you're Arsenal fan TV and they're all online giving all the big and and all that and everyone's kind of seeing Arsenal as a joke and I feel so sorry for Harry Maguire I feel so sorry that's a man Mm. who has just lost all form. He's not, a, he's not a bad footballer. He was a good footballer for, for Leicester before he moved. Yeah. Like, he, he's a good footballer. He's a good footballer in there. But it just shows where confidence, or how important confidence is in mm. the game. Oh, And so being important. booed by your own country fans. But then, look, England fans don't shower themselves in glory wherever no. they go and whatever they do. Like, during the Euros, their antics and the booing of the the knee and everything like that. It's absolutely disgraceful. So, to be honest, as horrible, as horrible as it is, I'd take that with a pinch of salt. I'd say that was a couple of hard boys from maybe lower division clubs who having fun on their big day out in Wembley and thought it'd be very funny yeah, to kind of, oh, it. let's boo Harry Maguire yeah. because it'd be <laughs> funny and, you know, that this is the this is the done thing. and You know, they're, they're footballers, similar to your conversation having with Marcus Rashford. It's like, yeah, I can say whatever I want to these guys. These guys are paid X amount per week. I don't care. They, they should be able to take it. Absolutely not. No, it's it's Absolutely crazy. not. Has he ever been booed Pe- by United fans?
0: Rashford, no. No, Maguire. was Maguire, Maguire been booed by United? No. United? no. no. Straight- and... Would he? No, he hasn't Cause been. Because if good. anyone's going to boo Maguire, he's been shot for United, so like mm. nobody should be booed at, but if United fans start booing, you well, like, well, yeah, well oh, no, maybe you'd understand that. No, he like,
1: hasn't been booed by the United fans. I just found it so, it was, it was a strange one. Mm. But I, I am of the opinion that Maguire, I think him having the captaincy is just too much of a, it's too much weight on his shoulders. And I think you should um, formally strip it away from him uh, in the summer. And he comes in with a fresh, a fresh head next season, and give it to someone else. That's that's what I think they should do. I don't think
0: do there's any coming back from getting stripped of the captaincy, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Sammy Hoopie, I got the captaincy taken off him of for Stephen Jordan. He did all right. well, yeah. <laughs> was. yeah. that
0: was a, a different caliber of player, though. In fairness
2: like. yeah. Uh, and I, I would agree. There's too much pressure being the Manchester United captain during one of their most troubling times. Who would you give it Horrendously yeah. tough. I don't De Gea. Know, and good. the price De Gea? tag the price tag has know. absolutely ruined them as
1: well. I like. don't know, but hey, I, I had a good conversation about De Gea. I, I listen, I love De Gea. I, I do, I love him. Where would you be? But I think De Gea? I think he's become Where where would we be? But I think he's become right. a serial kind of loser in a sense. Mm. Like he's it's the just same the same thing the every game. he's he's has a big mopey head on him after every game and he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with this club. And he's been saying the same thing for the last two, three years. But yet again, where would we be without De Gea? And there's some there's some United fans out there who do not like De Gea and do not appreciate what he's done for us. I
0: d I, I don't think he's I think he's severely overrated.
1: Um not. Prime De Gea was season, one of the best goalkeepers that, in the
0: league. Yeah. Well, right now he's past his best. I go back to I always go back to the twenty eighteen World Cup with Spain, how this howlers he made. He's prone to a howler. You know mm-hmm. he makes great saves, but I think Man United can do better. Man United can do a lot better. Like he's levels below Ederson, he's levels below Allison. You know what I mean? And you need to be up in that conversation with them now. But he's not. I don't think he's that level. I
2: I've, I would say there's a lot got to do with it, is the team in front of him, the the ten yeah. players in front of him. Possibly. They're not playing. First of all, the defense is shite, <laughs> and then the midfield and forwards aren't playing as a team. Mm. So obviously, and it's, it goes back to Liverpool. You see the front three. They're the first to defend. Yeah. And yeah. that that probably, and obviously, we got the high line and Alisson gets one on ones a lot, but that's one of the main reasons why Alisson keeps so many clean sheets. Yeah.
1: True. I and mean, so, so yeah, well, when, when, when your def- yeah. defence is so poor, so. When you have a juggernaut of a defence in front of you, yeah, you are going I to I was saying that, so
0: Alisson, without Alisson this year, who would be in the title race, Alisson's made some, mm. like that game yeah. against uh, Watford the other day. We were it was nil all the games in the balance. Kuchka had a shot, Allison saves it, and then thirty seconds later the ball's in the back of net for us. But uh, right. um, I am uh, about United. I really hope they don't get Ten Hag. I think Ten Hag could be the man that finally actually gets the act together at United. I think he's. It'll take ready. a few
1: years though, so I wouldn't worry. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't yeah, worry true. because they have to shift a lot of a lot, a of, lot of players will have to be shifted from that from the club.
0: Another, another, another rebuild, Man United rebuild episode yeah. seventy five.
1: Yep, yep, that's it. We, that's, we, we, we do I don't even know where to like where to even begin with United on the topic of of United, but this is actually a very sad kind of bit of news that came out last night. Mm. Uh, Louis Van Gaal yeah. uh, announced on live television um, that he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer, which is really really sad because firstly, when you think of Louis Van Gaal, it's, oh, he's a character. He's funny. He was kind of, he was there was a bit of. Insanity about him when he was at United, but I think people need to also remember that Louis van Gaal was an, a masterful coach. He was incredible. What he did with Ajax in the mid nineties, I think the as I said it ninety five when they won the Champions League. <clears throat> the average age of that squad was twenty three, and they won. And the to Champions win it with League. Ajax
0: as well, never mind just the average age of Ajax. Like yeah, you
1: know, you know he and Ten Hag was close. I think Ten Hag was the closest to do it with it, with Ajax in Europe since, and Van Gaal did that, and obviously he worked wonders at Barcelona as well. So it is very sad. But are you right, Sam?
2: I, I think it's correct. Did Rooney say that tactically he's the best manager he's ever played under? Did I hear that? Is that correct? Or am I just I pulling that from can my I ears?
0: Pull that up? I think that's true. <laughs> I think I've heard that as well. You know,
2: because I remember when I heard it, thinking. Pull that up. <laughs> surely, hey, James Pulverks.
1: And <laughs> uh, it's, well. Yeah. Rooney had a lot of respect for him. Yeah, hundred percent. And he, met, he, I think he was the one that made Rooney captain. Mm. Yes, he did. So, yeah, no, he, he was a great coach. Conveniently, the computer doesn't work for and, Andrew to check. you to know to what? Check my, fact check me. In a way, he was a little unlucky. Like I know the football that United played. I think it was the the following season, in a, in his second season. The football they played was monotonous. It was just kind of draw after draw after draw. But we won yeah. the FA Cup that year. Where how True. did What was his league positions like? Fourth and fifth, two seasons. Rooney did say that. I think way. it was very harsh that he got the sack, but at the time Mourinho was available, and every United fan wanted wanted Mourinho at the time. You know, yeah. Wayne
0: Rooney has said Louis van Gaal was the most tactically adept coach he worked with during his career, despite spending nine seasons under manager legend Sir Alex Ferguson.
1: When did he say that? Twenty nineteen, March twenty two. Yeah.
2: And an absolute legendary interviewee Oh, as well. What a character, Mike Smalling.
1: I know. Well, that's he's one of my fa- one of my personal favorites in the owl impression.
0: Louis uh, van Gaal for a Yeah,
1: it was okay. great. No respect to Louis van Gaal. No, one I, of I the was genuinely choked
0: up when I heard it though, yeah,
1: yeah, it is sad, man. It is.
0: It's, you know, it's, you don't like to hear that about anyone, but like you know, in football, if kind of. You feel close to these people, mm. either you because you've looked at them. Much.
1: I, I remember, um, what was it when he brought? It, didn't he bring on Tim Krul for the penalty shootout yeah. in the World Cup for Holland? I forget who was who it was against. And I remember, Spain. I remember Dunphy in the studio. You know, rightfully so. You're looking at this guy. Uh, Manchester United fans have a lot to be excited about with this guy and what he did tonight. Uh, tactically, that was great. That was that's what you're looking for. From a Manchester United coach, and they've a lot to be excited about, Bill. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. the dumpies the class
1: yeah, any,
2: uh, any statement on is he taking the team to the World Cup or do we know the going I think, going I, yeah, I, I, I think going so. Yeah.
1: I believe so.
0: Yeah. He's been taking treatment so. the whole way. He said, apparently, even during his last stint in 2014. He was also getting treatment, so he's had it a while now. God love him. So
2: I hope he'll make a full and record. a good guy from coming out and speaking against the Qatar mm. World Cup as well. Like yeah. a, man, a man of decency. Yeah, and kind of a, yes. Oh God, that Qatar World Cup! I'm not mm. looking forward to it at all.
1: Yeah, November and a World Cup around Christmas time. I don't like that whatsoever. I'm no. sure the, the, the manner love, in
2: which they've won it.
1: I love Premier League football at Christmas time.
2: I saw a good tweet ago. Oh, Imagine trying to watch a World Cup quarterfinal, semifinal when a group come in to do the 12 pubs and it's like oh Jesus get out with our Christmas jumpers <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're trying to watch Spain against Argentina all these drunks coming in screaming and shouting Merry Christmas
1: uh, Graham, most importantly we need to plug your new podcast here <sighs> part, of Go- Go- you're part, of you're part of the goal out family part of the Go yourself family. and Nathan, yes <laughs> Yes
2: I like the way though as well You're on our level we, we too haven't been invited Into the video studio yet To record our podcast <laughs> don't we're, we're, we're in the don't cave the war. We'll get there <laughs> <laughs> Someday we will get there Yeah we've uh, Today actually If you're listening on the day launch We have yes. launched um, Our new podcast We'll go out. It's called Will You Shift My Friend Yes And it's uh, what we believe to be The world's first podcast Dedicated to the art of shifting Okay.
1: Yeah, An important art. Yeah. yeah,
2: so your first shifts, most embarrassing shifts, we're talking about teenage discos, we're talking about relationships. When have you messed <laughs> it up? We want to know about you're the best wingman, wingwoman in your life. Um, when have you been teenage. pied? Leave and start holidays everything Yeah, and some great guests we've got the likes of Greg O'Shea on we've got Marty Gilfoyle we've got Charlie Murphy who's also in the yeah. Goal Out family Darren Conway is going to be on it Al we're going to be coming to you pretty soon oh, yeah. as well we want I mean, to know all about te- your shift in you, history the,
1: the teenage discos ones were just I remember them and they were just <laughs> will you meet me mate and then you just go over <laughs> See like It was just ridiculous When you, you think know? about it
2: it's a, it's a mental concept
1: Yeah Teenagers going into a room Getting dropped off By their Suetonians parents Satonians and Fingalians That was kind of Where I was yeah. Those the areas there Like oh Jesus Right, right
0: venue was me the rife, right fin- right yeah, venue. the rife,
1: right fi- yo, they kind of went a bit fancy, didn't they?
0: Yeah, that was that the- was
1: Because we, we never had, we never had that. I was around two thousand and five. Yeah, it's when I was thirty and 14 vintage 14 as you was, you know. And it was like GA. It was like all rugby clubs and GA <laughs> clubs. <laughs> yeah. He had those fancy old rife. Right get fin- the rife, right fin- and you yeah, 24. 20-
0: Actually, no, I'm twenty five. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I was only a nipper. Yeah. Twenty five, only, only yeah. a nipper. Yeah. Uh,
2: you, he's a wise young man young though he, oh, I wish he's I a was. wise man
1: as well Graham. he is <laughs> no, uh, but great. in honour of your new podcast Would You Shift My Friend Uh-oh. we're going to play a quick game of A or B but we're going to disguise it as shift or pass okay. uh, the rules are you'll be given a choice of two people you just have to pick one of them as your preference yep it doesn't necessarily have to be which one you'd rather shift. We're just calling it that.
2: No, it will shift. I'll <laughs> shift this person. Don't you worry. I'm going. I'm either going all in or I'm not going all in right. at all.
1: Are you ready then? Yeah.
2: Okay, let's do it. Okay.
1: In terms of managers, would you rather Jurgen Klopp or Kenny Daglish from his day? Oh, oh I got to go with Kenny Daglish. He was a
2: handsome bugger back in the day. He okay. was very handsome. And you know what? A little bit strict as well. He'd give out to you and tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the Scottish accent as well
1: oh, Get over here Kenny Get over here <laughs> um, Gavin Bazuno Bizzunu Sorry excuse me Gavin Bizzunu or Cueveen Kelleher
2: I gotta say Gavin Because Cueveen's facial hairs Will put me off He can't grow a full beard yet And he looks a bit boyish for me Gavin's more of a man
1: yeah. <laughs> Fair Robbie Keane or Divock Origi? Oh, Divock Origi. <laughs> Honestly,
2: he's my hero. <laughs> to, to get to get even in the same room as him, never mind locked lips.
1: <laughs> Divock Origi 100%. <laughs> uh, would you rather play with Rio Ferdinand or Nemanja Vidic? <sighs> Ooh, well, Fernando Torres used to play with Nemanja Vidic
2: quite a while. <laughs> so he did. Um uh, I gotta say Rio though, cause he's still pumping the pumping the guns. You know what I mean. He does a lot of workout six o'clock in the morning. He's a very yeah. handsome devil. So I'd probably shift Rio over to Manja.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is one. This is a tough one.
2: No, I don't think it is.
1: Uh, a prime Luis Suarez or current day Mo Salah? Oh, Mo Salah. Yeah. Suarez would bite the lips off me. Oh. <laughs>
0: You see those <laughs> lashers on him
1: Please He's too
2: busy kissing his wrist To be kissing me No Most of And then I'd just What I would do is I'd go in nice And I'd grab his hair And I'd put my hand in his big afro It'd be lovely.
1: You'd caress his yeah, lovely afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
2: Louis would be all teeth. He'd be all teeth. I couldn't be doing that. And ironically, my first shift, I got accused and I, I still claim I didn't do it of biting the girl's lip and it started to bleed. Not, oh. in, a, oh not in a sexual manner. Uh, and in more of an awkward it's manner. Accidental, yeah. 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 So yeah. I'd be more so, Mo, no, no. Uh, Louis now would, uh, he would scare me. Come in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Graeme, Thank you, thanks a million for it no honestly you've been a fantastic guest <laughs> thanks week. for having me on I've loved it oh fantastic. no it was it was brilliant mate thank you so much and you weren't too harsh on me as a Liverpool fan oh, no. but, it, like but Paddy that's Hare. worse, that's worse. Paddy I grills it. me every time don't you Paddy absolutely yeah, when he gets the opportunity
0: yeah I might as well enjoy it while I have the chance you know yeah
1: why not, why not? I think well, you'll have the chance for a few more well, years Paddy don't you worry listen, yeah, but, yeah well, <laughs> well best of luck with Benfica Tuesday, best so, of luck with City, and most importantly, best of luck with your brand new podcast, Pat. Absolutely, Dan. We- welcome. It says Vito was saying, welcome to the family. That's <laughs> great. I'm the godfather of Golan <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone in Golan I'm the godfather. That's great. <laughs> I just need a pet cat, I just need a little feeling that I can just, as you say, like we were going to caress Mo Salas Afro, I'll caress the cat. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Uh, and on that note, that's all we have time for this week, this podcast was brought to you by Go Loud. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts, whether you're looking for a laugh out loud comedy, a gripping true crime story or some practical life advice. The Go Loud app is the place for you. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. You'll find Goldmouth first on the Go Loud app and all major podcast platforms, too. I'm Al Thorne. This is my co host, Paddy Murphy, our producer, Andrew Loud, and our fantastic guest this week, Graeme O'Toole. Thank you very much for coming on, Ponce of Boys. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.